0: It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the
1: big questions. Who are you and what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself.
2: Welcome to the Panacea Concept. So I just did the debate episode and what a good follow up that the highwire ha- has several clips on the whole which candidate would do what with when in terms of the vaccine so uh i know the topic is kind of you know it's it's in in the news a lot we're all it's it's uh, oh it's the year of the 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 vaccine right that's kind of actually the goal that uh, bill gates was uh shooting for so Sure enough, a lot of people are paying attention to the vaccine. And on this show, I don't want to shy away from issues that are really important and that we need to talk about, and, and especially in the related to health. So, here, courtesy of the High Wire, they have several clips uh, of Donald Trump and, and uh, where Joe Biden and Donald Trump have their viewpoint on mandatory vaccines. Um, and, you know, I'll. I'll I'll just play the clip right now.
1: Look at what they said. First, this is Donald Trump on a radio show or actually calling in um, to a a news program discussing would you mandate a vaccine? Take a look at this.
0: Would you get a vaccine for every American by year end or just essential workers? Who would get it first? Well, I'd get it to essential workers and older people. Uh, I don't believe I'd ever do a, you know, a mandated vaccine uh, because, uh, I just don't think I will, would be in... I just don't think I would do that. Well, you have to have it, because there are some people feel very strongly about that whole situation.
1: All right, that was Stuart Varney on Fox Business asking Donald Trump the big question, would you mandate a vaccine? He said, I just don't think I would do it, because a lot of people have uh, very strong opinions about that. This is something that we have pointed out throughout this show, that... Um, over the last weeks and months that Donald Trump has been very clear that he has, you know, put money, government money, billions of dollars, in fact, into the development of the Warp Speed vaccine. Uh, But he's also been, you know, putting a lot of funding into treatments. Uh, He's said many times on this show that we presented, I prefer treatments, but the vaccine will be there for anybody that wants to use it. Now, um, there was a town hall meeting where uh, the candidate Joe Biden was asked a similar question, and um, let's take a look at what he had to say.
0: If the scientists, if the body of scientists say that this is what is ready to be done and it's it's been tested, it's gone through the three phases, yes, I would take it, I'd encourage people to take it. Once we get it, if it's safe, if it's effective, will you mandate its use? The answer is, depending on how clear, there's vaccines, they say, have a very positive impact and they're going to affect positively 85 percent of the American public Mm -hmm. or there's others say this vaccine is really the key this is this is this is the golden key it depends on the state of the nature of the vaccine when it comes out and how it's being distributed that would depend on but I would think that we should be talking about depending on the continuation of the spread of the virus, we should be thinking about making it mandatory. How could you enforce that? Well, you couldn't. That's the problem. Just like you you can't enforce measles. You can't come to school unless you have a measles shot. You know, you can't, but you can't say, everyone has to do this. But you would, just like you can't mandate a mask. But you can say, you can go to every governor and get them all in a room, all 50 of them as president and say, Ask people to wear the mask. Everybody knows. And if they don't, fine. And they don't? No, not fine. Then I go to every governor, I go to every mayor, I go to every councilman, I go to every local official, say, mandate the mask.
2: I don't want to put... All right, we'll stop the clip there. So uh, first of all, let me point out that, uh, so Donald Trump, not for mandating vaccines, uh, more for therapeutics and, and things like that, and optional vaccines, which I still don't think it should be an option since uh, they're not going to be safe. And then uh, Joe Biden, he says, and I, I don't know if this is just a, a typical Joe Biden gaffe, but he said if it's eighty-five, if it's positive for eighty-five percent of the population, so he's talking about fifteen percent of an issue is fine but yet the coronavirus has a percentage of affecting point uh, negatively of of uh you know the, depending on the whose numbers you actually pay attention to but generally 0.26 percent uh have a bad uh death effect when it comes to COVID-19 so he's talking about what like hundreds of times I don't know I don't, I'm not going to be doing the math on the show, but, but way, 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 way more than the effect of COVID-19. So if the vaccine, uh, is positive for 85%, that's fine. Uh, but you know, this, this whole virus thing, it's positive. Honestly, it's positive for 99% of people, uh, then, (laughs) then, uh, you know, that's, that, that number we can't tolerate. So it's very interesting, uh, the logic that we have uh, running for president. And uh, just to catch you up with the rest of the announcements going on with, I guess, I, I mean, I guess with me, I don't know how to refer to myself, or should I just say with Matthew Diaz or with the Root Level Wellness Company or something like that. It just feels odd to say that. But going going with me, uh, I am almost done with my IHP Mastery course, which has been over five months Learning how to get a very good foundation for coaching people and facilitating facilitating change with the client, and what that means is that there's a lot. Of, there's honestly a lot to coaching. Uh, I, I mean, you can't put any, you can't put all of it in a course, but basically, it's getting a, a good amount of foundation. I mean, I'm talking about five months of work and and plus in uh, continue education, probably another five months of books and and all these other things but uh just getting a foundation and how to to take someone listen to their goals have them make small sustainable goals in effective ways like what's the scientifically what's the easiest way to to make a habit change right uh where it's reflecting back what people are saying in ways so that they can hear what they're saying and that you make sure that you understand them. I mean there's a lot to it. There's even um uh even before you start the coaching process, you're basically you can start coaching people anyway just through the interaction. And um and yes, yeah, it's absolutely priceless what it what it what happens when you talk to a coach. Now all the change that can take place just from a conversation. And and yeah, so I mean, it's it's uh, I'm really lucky to start out with IHP in general, with the, the IHP one and two, with the ridiculous amount of information, uh, for, from a technical side. Got that. Really confident that when it comes to coaching, is very nuanced, very complicated. Uh, people are different. Just um, I mean, just same way with the the health protocols, people are different. But if you understand how the body fundamentally works, then then you know to me that seems easier but when it comes to coaching people and, um, and to make those habit changes and they don't actually they're not cooperative i mean that's kind of the most people are not really open to change so it's it's kind of tough so if you get a client they're not open to change you you have to kind of there's a lot of aspects to helping them change. I mean and and to a point too, it's not like you can make anyone change just by ch- to, by saying the right words. You actually have to, you know if you if you notice someone actually doesn't want results for whatever reason, uh, as crazy as that may sound, where let's say someone, you know might be facing a surgery in in the long term if they don't change their habits or they might be facing a stroke or a disease or something like that in the long term if they don't change their habits and they just do it anyway they keep they keep doing feeding into the self-destructive cycle uh you know at that point they have to want it i mean that that's that's actually uh that's actually a big part of is being able to recognize whether someone actually wants results even though they came to a coach for um for coaching and and they pay the money for the labs and the supplements and they do all these things they put their money where their mouth is but they don't put the action they don't put their action where their mouth is i guess um, this sounds a little sounds a little weird but anyway um but you i think you get the point so uh, at that point you actually shouldn't coach someone like that you actually you know before you even if you recognize that before they get started or sometime along their journey of coaching you you should let them go and it's tough it's it's tough because people who go into the health coaching world who, who become health coaches want to help everyone i i know i do i really want to help people so i it really it's baffling and i feel like before the the certification i felt like there's something i could say to get people to but no they actually have to want it themselves that's it's an empowered thing i i am not a a um, Magical being that somehow can make people get the change without them putting in the work and putting in the uh, you know and empowering themselves. Uh, What I what I like to say at this point is that I am not a a a magic practicing health coach. I am a muggle health coach. I thought that was that one made me laugh. So maybe Harry Potter reference if you don't Um, if you haven't read those books. I thought that was pretty good. Anyway. So when, um, so any, anyway, there's a lot of a lot of aspects to health coaching. So the purpose of, I mean, the purpose of me bringing that up is, is to also you know train the listener as well. Uh, we're not all perfect clients. Uh, I am not my own perfect client, uh, and I'm not my own perfect coach. And recognizing that and where, where I need help from others and where I could help myself is a very important distinction, and it's an empowering one. So uh, no one can have that unbiased third person's perspective just from themselves. So you you, you actually need a third party. And um, anyway, so th- that's kind of the... I don't know how I could... I, don't, I have no idea how I could sum up IHP Mastery because it's just this big... Big, complicated like I said before, a complicated topic about coaching people, but uh, I having firsthand gone through the experience of of just practicing coaching, um, I learned things just as the, as the coach and I learned things a lot of things as the client and if and it forced me to face different aspects of my life and and confront them and then I was met with a choice. I was I was I'm at a road, I'm at a fork in a road. There's two choices. I've just been confronted with something. I either address it and change it or I ignore it. And so what's interesting about a coaching relationship is that there's a person there. <laughs> there's a person there who is is um is counting on you to be open and honest and open and honest with yourself and, and the coach to make those decisions because why else are you there so you kind of have more you definitely have more accountability and you have uh, more of a you you travel a lot faster when it comes to the, you know, the, the journey of life the road and so you keep getting onto these different forks in the road where you're forced to make a decision or just not and ignore it and and go back to business as usual and then you can't May if unless you're really, really good at lying to yourself, you can't actually you can't actually say, "Well, I don't know what the problem is uh, when you were just you were just you just basically were either told what the problem was from the coach or you yourself, through the process of coaching, found the problem and how you can address it and, and really turn things around. So it's very interesting, it's very nuanced, it's hard to describe to anyone who hasn't gone through the coaching process, but I absolutely recommend you go through the coaching process. Doesn't be have to be me. You can go to um IHP, what is it called? Integrative Health Practitioner.org, I believe, and go to the practitioner page. And there are many practitioners. Uh, not all, I mean, you, you most likely will not get along with every single person. There's there's different personalities. You may not get get along with me. So it's kind of uh, kind of have to get. I mean, hopefully they have content. I think that's the best part of having a podcast and doing it four times a week, is that you know my personality by now, and you know whether we would have an okay conversation or not. Uh, I mean, I'm a little bit different when I'm talking to people than when I'm talking to myself, but but anyway, I absolutely recommend coaching. It's, it's so valuable. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's, it's really good. I mean, it, it there's not one area of your life where it won't life coaching or um, health coaching, but where it, it won't affect every other area of your life. So um, anyway, so that's my wrap up of what's going on with me. I do have a uh, several, uh, I, I plan on more than one, but so far I have one interview lined up uh, based on a contest. I formed a group. I'm taking a leadership role. I, I asked for more um, for more responsibility, basically. So I formed a Facebook group of IHPs, and I am leading them so that we can all uh, exponentially grow our business by finding people who actually want to be coached and that was the purpose of me going through coaching, uh, explaining all those coaching things. Because if we are honest with ourselves, ninety plus percent of people uh, will not make great coaching clients, and, um, and and won't even want coaching. They they would most likely just want to be left alone, and they just want to. They don't want better for themselves. Uh, yeah, so far, so for most people. Eventually, I hope they do. Um, but anyway, finding those ten percent of people. Or, or or less to that um that need our help want our help and um and from this group I'm hoping to not train but but basically hmm, basically lead not to say lead I'll I'll lead uh this group to be the best health coaches they can be uh, obviously they also have to be coachable as well i mean that's um that's another thing just because health coaches are health coaches doesn't mean they're coachable, so that's that's an interesting thing about it. It's like um, it's like being a teacher, a science teacher. Doesn't mean that you are perfect in science. It just means that you're good at teaching it, right? That's what that's what your training is for. Um, but can they make a? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what a science teacher should be able to make uh, in terms of like a science project. Uh, I don't know. Trifold board. I don't know. Should be a volcano. Should they? Maybe they're bad at making volcanoes. There you go. That that, I'll use that metaphor and stop there. Um, Yeah. So, so IHP mastery. We have the uh, forced (laughs) forced vaccination candidate is Joe Biden, and the up to you more pro choice. Uh, candidate is trump you know and that's actually another thing I, I should bring up too like the whole argument that i i used to believe uh, that um democrats were more pro-choice and republicans were uh you know anti-choice uh is also very myopic so it's very uh single one-sided it's very one-sided right they're talking about one issue uh, it's an important issue. You know, whatever you believe, I don't have a a comment on that because it's a very big. It's a very big topic. You know, like what do you? It's always it always depends on what's happening and when what's what's the situation. But but anyway, so when it comes to uh, pro choice, right? Uh, Democrats are historically. Pro-choice on on the, the issue of abortion, but when it comes to Republicans, they are not. They are pro. They call it pro-life, which I I think is also, um, you know, there's phrasing. Everything's about phrasing. But anyway, uh, but when I actually when I actually look at both parties, which there's more than two parties, I just want to let you know I do advocate for more uh for more parties, and I don't like a two-party system. I think it's very, it doesn't make any sense to have a two-party system. But anyway, so when they uh, talk about every other part of your life and having choice in every other part of your life, which party has the most uh, pro-choice rhetoric and most pro-choice at that point? Republicans. They are uh, okay for you to have guns. They're okay for you to... Uh, choose whether your child gets vaccinated with the experimental vaccine um, they uh, are more for your business is staying open whether you choose to close them or not is up to you uh, you know there's more choice which is, is so so um, the opposite of what is being told to us as a uh, as mainstream narrative viewers that's pretty much uh, me up until i want to say like a couple of years ago where i just don't have tv anymore so maybe that's part of the benefit of not having tv um unfortunately the propaganda is everywhere it is also on netflix it is also um every it's everywhere i'll just leave it at that anyway <clears throat> so um excuse me so we have ihp mastery finishing up and yes so that brings me to the next part so uh the i mean it's it's a interesting decision life coaching that may be another thing i offer i really feel like people would benefit from twice a month hard to fit everything in one hour a uh a month so i might i may do twice the appointments uh in a month and uh and so yeah, so that's just my thoughts. Haven't nailed anything down yet, but um, come come November, come December, uh, my hmm, yeah. Well, just to let you guys know, because I want to be I want to be as transparent as possible. But my prices for health coaching will go up because I will be offering more, more service, more um, more results, more uh, you just, you name it. The amount of, uh, studying I did, uh, definitely is going to be beneficial to more beneficial to the client. So, uh, so I have to, charge what it's worth basically it's but it's i mean it's it's weird weird to say because i want to help as many people as possible but i also can't offer my services for free uh what's very interesting about that is there's a psychological aspect where if you get something for free you also value it less so i absolutely don't want anyone to uh, devalue the coaching process not whatsoever it's it's very life-changing and um and you know, I, I'm actually reading a Tony Robbins book right now. This this episode's really just all over the place, so um, you know, maybe you like that, maybe you don't. <laughs> um, but anyway, so this Tony Robbins book, uh, what is it called? "Awaken the Giant." "Awaken the Giant" it is a behemoth. It's 500 pages, very small print. Uh, Tony Robbins does not does not uh, like he he doesn't skimp on any of his content really. So uh, this book is no different. So in the book uh let me see if i can remember where i was going with this so devaluing content or de- devaluing yourself and uh, right yeah so oh maybe it was jim Rohn. i just read a jim Rohn book as well okay so either way jim Rohn book very small uh seven strategies for wealth strategies for wealth and happiness yes so one of those books awaken a giant <laughs> or seven strategies for um wealth and happiness they explain that, oh no, I got to start over. Okay, So <laughs> devaluing a service. Yes, they explain that the problem isn't whether something is too expensive. or it's it's whether you can afford it or not, or how you can afford it, right? I'm, I'm butchering this, but basically, the reframing, which is a very important psychological, tool that that really facilitates and promotes it really promotes breakthroughs. When you reframe life where you view it differently. Um and and so so this way of viewing price tags basically is much more empowering. I was just like when I read that it blew my mind. Unfortunately I can't remember if it's (laughs) it's probably the Jim Rohn book. But anyway. It, when I read that, it just blew my mind. I, I had a, a very great breakthrough because uh, I, I, like most people, view things uh, at, kind of like the, through the price tag first. I'm like, hey, this is, oh, I don't, is this worth it? It's kind of too expensive, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, and then now by reframing it, by asking myself, uh, why don't I have, not why don't I have enough money, but how can I have enough money for this not to be expensive for me? that's way more empowering than just saying well i can't afford this right it's uh even goes back to the rich dad poor dad book it's not about um how expensive the thing is it's about how you can improve your own life and finances so that the thing that you want is not expensive and it's much more empowering that way i don't know if if you got that uh sudden shift in reality like i did it just just uh thought that was a great thing to share with you absolutely uh recommend very short book uh the seven strategies for wealth and happiness i mean jim Rohn is one of the originals uh he just his content although it was a very small book um is packed full of of wealth so (laughs) a wealth of knowledge so um Anyway, and uh, so in this whole process of studying IHP Mastery, in this whole process of uh, growing my business and and (laughs) waking up to the fact that the uh, narrative that we really take in through the TV, I think that's the most dishonest thing is the TV so far, um, is like through this whole eight months losing my best friend, um, being in lockdown, uh, finding out that vaccines are, are really a pretty big scam. Um, uh, finding out, uh, being, going through my own coaching process as well, life coaching, and now being able to offer it. Well, not now, maybe in a month, uh, I think I believe in a month, I'll be able to offer my life coaching, um, going through this whole process. I've really, I feel like I've become three different people in this year. <laughs> it's like I I don't I don't even know who I am anymore. But um but part of me uh well yeah, the the, the part the core of me that I really want to stay the same is that I want to be open and honest with you. I want to make sure you get a lot of value from everything I put in. Uh, so if you if you don't follow me on on the socials, which may change, hopefully it, it will uh, to another social, (laughs) to another social platform, but, uh, on Facebook and Instagram. So on Instagram, I, uh, my, my handle is at uncurable. Yeah. Uncurable. I just changed it. Uncurable underscore, not underscore unbeaten. So, um, and then on Facebook, I'm, uh, Matthew Diaz. So I don't know. There's probably a lot of Matthew Diaz, but anyway, you, you can probably recognize me from my profile. So, the the core values that i have is i want you to get as much information as possible from this podcast from everything i put out i want you to be inspired i want you to have a better life i want you to grow i want you to uh you know dream <laughs> i want life to be better i think um i think we all owe, owe it to ourselves but um yeah i also want to be able to help people to the point where where um, What happened to my friend doesn't happen to other people. So it's—I um, don't know if like how much detail I gave on this podcast, but I'll just leave it at that because I'm not sure if I could talk about it. But uh, this world could be better, and it will be better if we all just work on it, just little by little. That's all it takes. Um, the quote that I have, I believe, is going to be published out out later. I, I'll end—I'll end this episode with a quote um that i'll probably that i'll probably butcher it was um oh man let me you know what maybe i'll just pull it up because i don't want to butcher it i want it to be a want it to be a good good ending to this episode let's see do 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 oh did i not Mm, i did not i did not actually add it and it is not being published <clears throat> you bear with me a lot of dead air okay well then i will just <laughs> i will just butcher this quote um uh basically the ending okay so the quote is they something along the okay so here we go y- you are more powerful than you realize and they fear the day you find out I think that's a good way to end this episode. So hope you enjoyed. Uh, this next episode will be on more, a more specific topic, but I like to update uh, the audience as to what is going on. And um, and yeah, so hope, that, <laughs> hope this episode was enjoyable. If not, don't worry, there's gonna be another one that's a little bit more focused. Have a great day.